What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and happy Monday to you. We're here with Proverbs chapter 10. Yep, August 10, Proverbs 10. Kudos to all of you who are doing the Proverbs challenge and mm-hmm. sharing with other people what you're getting out of your reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic, and we love seeing it. There's a lot of people um, doing the Proverbs challenge, and it's really encouraging for us to see. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going through the Proverbs and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, we're going to break down Proverbs chapter 10, and we're going to look at really just a couple verses that really spoke to my heart. Mm-hmm. and to Bobby's heart. And uh, we're going to begin with Proverbs 10, uh, verse 4. Bob, would you have the honors of reading Gladly. this to us? yes. Okay, verse 4 sounds like this. Lazy hands make a man poor, but diligent hands bring wealth. Mm. Now, what stuck out to me is that this is a common theme throughout the Proverbs. This uh, diligent hands leads to profit. Um, This work ethic leads to gain. It leads to growth. But laziness brings poverty and hunger on on yourself. And Mm so I was looking at a study Bible because I know I've read this in other parts of the Proverbs. And sure enough, Proverbs 6 talks about this. Proverbs 12, 13, 14, 18, 27, and 28 Mm -hmm. all talk about how diligence leads to profit, gain, and growth. Mm -hmm. But laziness leads to poverty and hunger. And so I'm thinking about this in many different um, arenas of life, and I think it's a universal truth. I was thinking about a Dave Ramsey quote Mm -hmm. when it comes to our finances. He gives this analogy of those who are diligent with their money. He he said, imagine this. There's a first man, his name is Jack. When he's 21 years old, he invests $2,400 for nine years, and then he doesn't invest a penny after that. If you look at how much money he invests over that time, it's $21,600. He doesn't put another penny in, and when he comes to retire, he'll have $2.5 million. You see, Dave Ramsey's point is that Jack was diligent, and he began to organize his resource and his wealth right away, and he was just simply able to do that, and it pays off in the long run because he started early. Now, the second man, Blake, he starts investing when he's 30, He invests the same amount of money, $2,400. Compared to Jack's nine years, Blake invests for 38 years. So Jack invested $21,000 some dollars. Blake invested $91,000. And while Jack ended up, after investing nine years, with $2.5 million, Blake invested for 38 years and only got $1.48 million. I say only 1.48 million. So you see, there's over a $1 million difference and roughly almost 30 years difference of investment. And, and Dave Ramsey's point is, if you're organized, if you're diligent, if you're blessed and able to, start young with your investing because it's going to pay off. You're mm-hmm. going to have profit. You're going to ha- have gain. You're going to have growth. Mm-hmm. That's like a, I guess, a good analogy you can look at in all over in life is yeah. just how diligence and and i mean the proverbs speak to discipline too um is going to help you reap benefits all over your life like some of the examples off the top of our head that just kind of popped out were um even uh in a so i grew up small town living a couple miles out of town and you see farmers doing their thing 24 7 
365 days of year. Like there yeah. is just diligence in watching the season. So even when there's not a harp, a harp, oh my goodness, even when there's not a crop in the field, they're still, um, they're still working the dirt. They're still preparing seeds. They're oiling their equipment. And then all, it's just all year. There's just this diligence in their work um, all the time, all hours, day and night. You know, if it's raining, they're going one thing. If it's not yeah. raining, they're doing another thing. And, we talked about working out right, and, and just taking care of your body, right? Right. There's, I mean, that's discipline. That's hard work. That takes diligence. And that's, um, that's another just easy life example. Another one that we thought of is eating healthy. That takes diligence. That takes discipline. It takes you know? time. <laughs> it takes time. Because, it takes a, you know, you know, a plan. Eating, eating one salad a week is not going to do it, folks. For sure. But when you incorporate that on a daily basis or often just being mindful of your portions, like you're going to find that you're taking care of your body and your body will take care of you. Right. And some people will say, you know, like, oh, you just have good genes. You know, how are you? And it's funny. I heard. Um, people don't tell me that. <laughs> I, well, I heard that. I read a story about this. <laughs> Essentially, the so guy. Why do you have gray hair already, Clark. Yeah, that's, I don't know, that's funny. my jeans. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Where was I going? Anyway, I, I think. Oh yeah, and the guy was essentially saying like, yeah, you know, I'm not even sure about my jeans, but I do know, you know, I make everyday decisions so that now that I'm 57 years old, I for like sure. I'm living at my optimum, you know, because yeah. I've been doing this for my entire life. Anyway, so diligence, diligence, and discipline in all of these realms lead to a fruitful life. Lead to a fruitful and life. Bobby and I were talking. Mm-hmm. We were recalled someone's quote that described famine in a different way famine being you know we normally think oh there's no food you know the dust bowl and they described famine as also being from a time of misplaced wealth like famine can actually be self-induced and can come when you you know blow your resources Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you find yourself in a famine where you have a shortage now of things and i think our country can resonate with that just throughout our history at different points in times we have so much at our fingertips and even at an individual level um, we have some we have time we have resources we have comfort what are we doing with that and so the, mm-hmm. this verse again going back to diligence leads to profit gain and growth um, laziness brings about poverty and hunger we gave you examples of finances working out farming eating healthy but spiritually we want to encourage you just take it one day at a time mm-hmm. and applaud and it's the, the what is it the tortoise you know beats the hare in the race because it's a marathon and <laughs> right. uh, when you have these spiritual rhythms in place and it's a daily 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 habit um we are reading your bible maybe you're writing your one verse down that when you look back in years down the road you'll see that you've come a long way mm-hmm. that's going to be a great gift mm-hmm. um the the last couple of verses that stuck out to bobby and i were mm-hmm. verses eight and verses 17 Bob, you want to read those for yeah. us? So this is verse 8. The wise in heart accept commands, but a chattering fool comes to ruin. And how about verse 17? Oh. And 17. He who heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Mm-hmm. I guess if, if I could translate that in my own words, it would say, Accept commands and discipline, even rebuke, as a great gift. And what an opportunity to learn from your mistakes. Mm. Yeah. So I think from my life, there's a temptation when I make a mistake to try to justify myself uh, or to hide, hide. and hopefully yeah. that no one finds out what I did. Right. On the flip side, I'm trying to look at 
different situations as, wow, what a great opportunity to learn. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and I want to make the most of this. Why? Because I don't want to revisit this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to grow from it. I want to become better. I want to learn from other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have anything you want to add to that? Uh, No, I think that's a really good takeaway. I think one of the things I was just kind of sitting in verse eight. So that one was this again, the wise and heart accept commands but a chattering fool comes to ruin. And I was just thinking how, you know, sometimes in life you we know everything. So the wise in heart accept commands. So sometimes in life it's kind of easy just to write things off. You know, maybe people that are older than us, maybe our parents, maybe um, maybe people that are in positions of authority, maybe I mean when you're when you're younger and it's hard to accept commands sometimes, but our, the Bible's actually telling us like, no, it's Um, it's a wise thing to accept commands. And then the last part, but a chattering fool comes to ruin. I just think about times when I've, you know, been in that awkward silence sometimes where, and you know, you just can't quit talking because you're like, oh, nobody's talking. I'm just going to keep talking. And before you know it, you know, everybody knows like your underwear size. And so it's like, just be quiet. Just be quiet. My mom always used to say, well, you know, God did give you one mouth and two ears. And so maybe we need to do double the listening and just be quiet. And that's kind of this Hebrew poetry is called parallelism. And that's a little bit of what you're seeing here is how um, there's maybe saying the same thing a couple different ways throughout all the chapters. And uh, I think it's important that we get these things repeated, that we remember them. So that kind of stuck out. One of my uncles always has a line. He says, Clark, you know, what's the difference between the fish mounted on the wall? And the fish swimming free in the lake, the fish mounted on the wall, opened its mouth one too many times. And I, I, I resonate with that, Bobby, and that, uh, you know, sometimes we're chattering and just talking too much. But as we wrap up, I want to go back to Proverbs 9. We read that yesterday, or, yeah, yesterday verses 7 through 9, and it re- really reaffirms what we just said there. It says, Whoever corrects a mocker invites insult, and whoever rebukes a wicked man incurs abuse. Do not be do not rebuke a mocker or he will hate you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Instruct a wise man and he'll be wiser still. Teach a righteous man and he will add to his learning. And so as we wrap up, think about verse 4. Uh, what does it look like to be a diligent person in your life? In every arena, your finances, your working out, your relationships, uh, your food, but most importantly, your spirituality. And lastly, think through some of the mistakes you've made in your life and uh Cherish actually the opportunity to learn from them. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared, but become better from it. And pray that God would help shape and form you to be the man or woman that God made you to be. And uh, capitalize on the opportunity and pray that we won't make the same mistake again. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, We're excited to have you join us on the journey. And as always, want to encourage you to dive in the word yourself and Try to find someone to process what the Lord's speaking to you. All right, God bless you all, and have a fantastic week. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.